Good morning, good morning, good morning. Welcome to Walking with Jesus Through the Word, one chapter per day. I'm Pastor Jason Van Bemmel from Forest Hill Presbyterian Church, coming to you again from the Hall of Tyrannus here at RAU, reaching Africa's Unreached in Moyo, Uganda. It is a pleasure to be with you, digging into God's Word together. Today we begin the book of Galatians. It's a wonderful book, and I'm very excited to be able to go through this together. Let's pray. Father, thank you for this wonderful book of Galatians. Thank you for the gospel of Jesus Christ, which is not dependent upon our obedience to your law, but is dependent upon the finished work of Jesus Christ. And by faith in him, we receive all the benefits and blessings of your gospel, your good news. Father, help us to understand this and teach us today through Galatians, we pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Galatians chapter 1. Paul, an apostle, not from men, nor through man, but through Jesus Christ and God our Father who raised him from the dead, and all the brothers who are with me, to the churches of Galatia, grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ, who gave himself for our sins to deliver us from the present evil age according to the will of our God and Father, to whom be the glory forever and ever. Amen. I am astonished that you are so quickly deserting him who called you in the grace of Christ and are turning to a different gospel. Not that there is another one, but there are some who trouble you and want to distort the gospel of Christ. But even if we or an angel from heaven should preach to you a gospel contrary to the one we preached to you, let him be accursed. As we have said before, so now I say it again, if anyone is preaching to you a gospel, Contrary to the one you have received, let him be accursed. For am I now seeking the approval of man or of God? Or am I trying to please man? If I were still trying to please man, I would not be a servant of Christ. For I would have you know, brothers, that the gospel that was preached by me is not man's gospel. For I did not receive it from any man, nor was I taught it, but I received it through a revelation of Jesus Christ. For you have heard of my former life in Judaism, how I persecuted the church of God violently and tried to destroy it. And I was advancing in Judaism beyond many of my own age among my people, so extremely zealous was I for the tradition of my fathers. But when he who had set me apart before I was born and who called me by his grace was pleased to reveal his son to me in order that I might preach him among the Gentiles, I did not immediately consult with anyone, nor did I go up to Jerusalem to those who were apostles before me. But I went away into Arabia and returned again to Damascus. Then after three years, I went up to Jerusalem to visit Cephas and remained with him 15 days. But I saw none of the other apostles except James, the Lord's brother. In what I am writing to you before God, I do not lie. Then I went into the regions of Syria and Cilicia, and I was still unknown in person to the churches of Judea that are in Christ. They were only were hearing it said, he who used to persecute us is now preaching the faith he once tried to destroy, and they glorified God because of me. Galatians. If there's one word to summarize the message of the book of Galatians, it is grace. Salvation comes by the grace of God through the finished work of the Lord Jesus Christ and by the gift of faith 
that reveals Jesus Christ to our hearts and unites us to him forever for salvation. Salvation is the work of God. To say it's by grace is to say salvation is the work of God and not of men. It is the work of one man, the man Christ Jesus, and it is God the Holy Spirit who applies the finished work of Christ to our hearts. It is God the Father who ordains us for that salvation. So preordained by the Father, accomplished by the Son, applied by the Spirit, salvation is a work of God, it is a work of grace. So Paul says he's an apostle, not from men, nor through man, but through Jesus Christ and God the Father who raised him from the dead. That's where he starts because that's the central message. The gospel is not man's work, it is God's work. And so he gives the greeting, grace and peace to you from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ who gave himself for our sins to deliver us from the present evil age according to the will of God, our God and Father. Not according to our will. We weren't asking Jesus to die for us and save us. We thought we were fine on our own. But our God and Father, he, by his will, sent the Lord Jesus to give himself up for us. Jesus, by his will, gave himself up for us to deliver us from this present evil age. And so to him belongs all glory. If salvation is God's work entirely from beginning to end, if it's the work of grace, if it's not from man, then all glory goes to God forever and ever. And no glory goes to man because we didn't save ourselves and we weren't even looking to be saved. And so Paul says, you know, you were taught this. Paul taught these things to the Galatians. And so he's astonished that they're deserting the one who called you in the grace of Christ and are turning to a different gospel. A gospel that would say, yes, faith in Jesus Christ, but also the good works of man in obedience to the law, those things together. Yes, the salvation that Jesus won for us, but also our effort in conforming to the law of Moses. It's a yes, but also, not a yes and amen. Yes and amen, the Lord Jesus Christ, period. That's the gospel. It's not, yes, the Lord Jesus Christ and something I contribute. Mm -mm. You don't put those things together. You say, Jesus Christ and him alone is my salvation from beginning to end, not what I have done. Paul is so passionate about this. He says, there is no other gospel. Nothing else is good news but the good news that Jesus Christ saves sinners, period. Nothing else is good news. So it's a, fa a false gospel is a no gospel. He says, even if we were to come back to you, even if the Apostle Paul were to come back to you and say, you know what, guys, I didn't tell you the whole story last time. Uh, let me add to it. Um, yes, you need to worship Jesus, but you also need to be circumcised. You need to keep the dietary laws. You need to observe the feasts and the festivals. And you need to do this and you need to do that. He would say, even if we were to do that ourselves, or even if an angel from heaven were to come down, like, let's say, hypothetically, an angel named Moroni were to come down from heaven and show you golden tablets of another testament of the Lord Jesus Christ. Right? That's the Book of Mormon. Even if that were to happen, no, no, no. Let them be accursed because there's only one gospel. And the gospel is the power of God for salvation for all who believe, which is what we learned in Romans. So he says... Am I a man pleaser in saying these things? Some people would accuse Paul of just 
giving people easy believism and a, a, a cheap grace. Like, you're just trying to please people by telling them they don't have to do anything. He says, no, this, the gospel of Jesus Christ is not something that pleases people. What really pleases people is when you tell people that they can do something to earn salvation from God. That makes people happy. It's like, yeah, tell me something I can do that'll make God have to save me. Or tell me something that I can do that will contribute to my salvation so that I can feel good about myself, have high self-esteem and strong self-righteousness. And the gospel says to all of that, no, 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 no. None of it. It's by grace alone, through faith alone, in Christ alone, from beginning to end. And so he says, I'm not trying to please men. In fact, the gospel wasn't even revealed to me by men. It was revealed to me directly by the Lord Jesus Christ, who confronted me on the road to Damascus, who brought me to salvation. Love the language that he uses. He says, I was, I was a violent persecutor of the church. I was trying to destroy the church. I was, I was a super zealous Pharisee. That's what, G, what Paul was. Look at verse 15. But when he who had set me apart before I was born and who called me by his grace was pleased to reveal his son to me in order that I might preach him among the Gentiles, I did not immediately consult with anyone. Do you see what he's saying about God? Paul thinks so theologically that all the time he realizes the true God-centered theological perspective on whatever is happening in life. And so he says, God had set me apart before I was born. God had called me by his grace, and God was pleased to reveal his son to me in order that I might preach him among the Gentiles. This is all God's plan. And that's why he could say at the beginning that he was an apostle, not from men nor through man, but through Jesus Christ and God the Father. He has this wonderful God-centered worldview. And he says the result of my ministry of the gospel is that everybody who hears about it is glorifying God because of me. And that's what he really wants. A true minister of the gospel will acknowledge that the gospel is from God. It's about the Lord Jesus Christ and it's to the glory of God. And that's what we should always be about in wanting to share the gospel, wanting to believe the gospel, wanting to live the gospel. So may the Lord be pleased to give us gospel-centered hearts and churches and lives for his glory in this world, we pray. Let's pray. Father, thank you that you have saved us, not of anything we've done, but because of your goodness and your grace. Keep us trusting in Jesus. Keep us following after him, I pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, thank you so much for joining me for beginning of Galatians. We're going to go back to Numbers tomorrow. Hope you can join us for that. Have a blessed day in the Lord.